Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. You said to me you left it there because you trusted her, and now you're telling me I'm not surprised. I knew I shouldn't have trusted her. What's that? This is the plaintiff, Lisa Tubbs. She says she stored some of her valuable, very sentimental things in the basement of her friend, the defendant's house, and the woman decided to toss them into the trash. She's a terrible person. She doesn't know why the woman would do something like that to her and is suing for $5,000, a fraction of her belongings' value. This is the defendant, Nancy. She says she promised to hold on to five or six boxes for the plaintiff, but the woman ended up leaving her over 20 boxes. The plaintiff promised to come over and go through all the junk. Never did, and after six months of the junk being abandoned in her house, she threw the boxes out. Bottom line, you can't make this woman's lunacy up. The plaintiff has no case, and if anyone's owed money here, it's her. She's accused of tossing it all away. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $5,000 for storage, lost wages, and defamation of character. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it? Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Lisa Tobbs, you are suing Nancy. Mm-hmm. You've asked me for telling by your first name. For $5,000 in items that you say she, in an unauthorized fashion, tossed of yours that she was supposed to be holding on to. You have a counterclaim against her for storage for a year plus packing fees, plus a bunch of other expenses that you say she should have to pay, plus defamation of character. All right, ladies, what happened? Want me to start? Yeah, you're the plaintiff. Okay, thank you. Um, It's basically a story about friendship and betrayal. I'd asked my friend Nancy to help me move in March of 2016. Okay, uh, help me move from where to where? I was moving from a house in Scarsdale, New York, to a two-bedroom apartment in Manhattan. Okay. Um, And as part of the agreement, I told her I would compensate her. After the entire move was done, I had 18 18 to 22 boxes that I couldn't fit in my home. Right. It consisted of their handprints, their baby prints, uh, their footprints, their birth certificates, photo albums. Uh, If these are precious, why would you leave them with someone else? Because I trusted her. 
But how long did you leave them there? Well, I was going to only leave them. We weren't really sure. I had to find another place. Ultimately, I was going to move them to my brother's home. What day did you leave them there? I'll okay, from April, I of, think it was. Of what first, year? Uh, April 3rd, 2016. Okay. Roughly, that was the date that the movers delivered <clears throat> it to her home. Okay. Now, you had said that you had stored stuff for 16 months, but it's... No, not 16 months. It's like 12 uh, months, right? 12, 12 months, yes. Okay, because you've known each other how long? Uh, on and off for five years. There's been other issues before. This is not surprising to me. Then why'd you leave your stuff there for you? Because year? I thought she was a changed woman. Wait, if it's woman. not surprising, mm -hmm. you, said, you said to me you left it there because you trusted her, and now I you're telling her. me I'm not surprised. I knew I shouldn't have trusted her. What, what's that? Because right. I made a mistake that I So you leave the stuff her. there in April of 2016. Now, in June of 2016, I had come up to her home to condense the boxes. All right, so tell me, tell me what happens then. You think it's going to be for how long? Just a few, um, 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 maybe a month at the most. But wait, is that what because she, she said that she or because you assumed no, that? No, because she said. And I'm going to see that in the text? Yeah, she okay. said. Okay, and then when do you finally tell her you really need to pick the stuff up? Well, July 20th, I sent her a text saying, you know, we need to make arrangements. She said to me, I, can, I work and I can do it when my boss is on vacation. I said, when will that be? And she said, the first two weeks of August. So I said, great. Then the, the two weeks of August came, and then she said to me, can we please push it back until I take Allie back to school? So I said, okay, but, you know, then we have to get it out. So what happened was... Um, I asked her again, I, I said, I really don't want to keep nagging you, but, you know, we, and that's in text. Other and, than that, that's we were in September. Right. But you other say, than I don't want to be a nag, but when are you going to do this? I need you to get the stuff out. Right. Okay. So then we were doing business together at that point. So we were talking Wait, on the phone. What business were you guys doing together? Rodan and Fields skincare. What does that mean? Skincare? skincare. Okay. So what actually were you two doing? Oh, well, I was working in that company and when Lisa came to my house, she saw that I was selling it, and she thought it would be a good thing for her to do with her bit, one of her friends who she works with in so the business. So how, how are you partners, or how are you, each it's, of your profits affect each it's other? Not, it's, it's not. It's a network marketing uh, company. So then there was some problems with business because it was... Between getting, the two of you? Yes, because it was getting a little stressful. Why? We went on a business trip together, and um, it was a very stressful time. She and her business partner were having some um, situations in front of our display, and I found it very stressful. And What does that mean? I don't know what you're saying. They were arguing. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were arguing in front of people, and I just don't conduct business that way, and I, I said that to her and her business partner, and things started becoming strained. So at that point, I had to make a decision. Is it worth the money or the stress? So you send her an email where you say to her, I'm sorry, this isn't working out, and we're done. Right. Okay. And so I, I had to ask her to leave. At that point, um, she got angry and said, I'm coming to pick up my stuff. So I wrote back, when's the pickup date? And then... Wait, it, she got angry with you, so to sh I'll show you. I'll pick up all my stuff. Yeah, okay, which I was like, but that's yeah, what that's I wanted to do. <laughs> yes, right. please, come. Right. So anyhow, um, then when I said, give me a pickup date, she goes, it's going to have to be after the holidays. So I said, I'll get in touch with you after the holidays. Then January came, and um, I said, if you don't 
come. When do you say that? January 23rd. That's an email. Yes. And you've got that email. So yes. on January 23rd, she emails you, enough's enough. Uh, you took advantage of my generosity. You have 24 assorted size boxes, leather stools, fur coat, yada, yada, but all, it goes on and on and on. And then she says, because apparently it's really stressing her out to talk to you. You may communicate with Pastor Amalia by text about the date and time for pickup at my mother's house. So that to me, what I read to that was to call the pastor, which I did. I have never spoken to the pastor because there's nobody that answers that number. And in July, actually, she finally responded to me, which is July. On my... I know. What? No, but... I'm sorry. I don't understand. Why don't pa you just, you, you apparently have an email communication. She told me to contact Pastor Amelia to pick up her stuff at her mother's. Okay. So did you me... move the stuff to your mother's? Yes. All right. And did she ever call Pastor Amelia? Yes. Oh, sorry. No, Pastor told me no. It's on okay, my so... cell phone. Okay. Um, did you communicate by text with Pastor Amelia? She wouldn't. She never answered until July. Okay, but it's, there is an did. email that says you can pick up the stuff at any time, any time at my mother's, and that email is dated what? January thirty. Uh, January twenty third. Twenty third. She says anytime. It's all there. Contact the baby. You can go anytime. They're there all the time. Tell me when you went. I couldn't reach the pastor. Hmm. Did you drive by to pick up your stuff? I would not drive by. It would be trespassing. Driving by would be trespassing? Well, I could drive by, but what would be the point? The case I have is that a case where I have email after email Correct. every month of you taking advantage of I wasn't of free taking storage. advantage of but, it. Uh, but I do. You keep saying how, oh, the only reason I didn't pick up my stuff is because I didn't, I couldn't. I didn't know how to. I didn't have information. Except that's not what I see in so the email. I see repeatedly her okay. telling you, look, at 6 p.m. January 31st, I'm donating them to the church. Here's everything you have. You may communicate past me about the date and time for pickup at my mother's house. I truly wish it didn't come to this. Lisa, I was a really good friend to you. The response isn't, hey, Pastor Amelia's not answering. It's... You are a disaster. How dare you? Your generosity, how about mine? Don't threaten me ever again. Trust me, do not. Not about 6 p.m. January 31st. Why should I connect with the pastor? Not the pastor's not answering. Blah, blah, blah. And it just went on and on. That's what I heard. Not I can't reach a pastor. So now time passes. She says from 11 to 1 and gives you three dates. And then so which of those days did you pick it all she up? She never answered me again. She, I'm sorry, I see the answer where? on Wednesday, April 19th, where? where she gives you the time and says from 11 to 1. There's no more back and forth at that point. Okay. When did you go pick it up on those days? I didn't days? because she didn't confirm one of the dates. What did you end up doing with the stuff? Because some of the stuff was sentimental. Okay, so honestly, what happened, I, I gave away to different churches and different people some of the furniture and stuff. It was not... There, I, I, there, it's okay, not your turn. Right. Okay. Sorry. So then the, the, the sentimental things were still there. And I still Where had, are they right now? Now they're in the garbage. They were thrown out. When did you throw them out and why? In June. Why though? Because I, I didn't want to be responsible for it anymore. I've, ha I've had it. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So... Would you do business with a friend? Probably not. Why? I wouldn't want their opinion to interfere with what I was doing. Fair enough, but at least you know the person. You're not going to business with a stranger. I would do it, but probably not the best idea. Why? Not a good idea. Why? It may interfere with your friendship. So I love this. So you realize that, yet you say you'd still do it. Yeah, because you want to do stuff with your friends. But yet you say that it's a bad idea. For business, it's a bad idea. So basically, you do things that you know are bad ideas. Not often, but from time to time. <laughs>
Can I just stay here and put you more in the spot? No, please, let her go. <laughs> Okay, going inside the courtroom. You have a counterclaim against her for $5,000 for what? Okay, so... You um, can't claim a year's storage because you were giving her free storage. So you can't okay. create a contract right. where there was none. Well, the bulk of it is really defamation of character well, and loss yes, of... yes, because after... Because a lot of all this other stuff is packing that you did to move it from here to there because it was bothering you. Um, which, the simple answer to that is just tell her, get it out or I'm throwing it out in February when it, or July or whenever it was that you were sick of it. Defamation of character and loss of income. Tell me about that. $1,500. Okay. okay. She started to go on Facebook and um, text my friends for their phone numbers and yes. telling them that what I had done and where's the stuff when she was clearly told that the stuff was thrown out. Okay, so what is, what is in those Facebook posts that you deem to be defamatory? Do you want to see the... Yeah, apparently that's the fastest way. Hand it over. Okay, she's trying to get phone numbers. How is this defamatory? The answer is it's not. This is okay. not a... Def that's not okay. defamatory. All right, so now... I'm going to tell you what you did wrong. You have somebody doing you a favor, saving you on storage fees every single month. And what is it you do when they finally have lost it June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, when they finally said, look, pick it up in the next week or I'm donating it, instead of having a little humility and saying, I am so sorry. Thank you so much for all you've done. I'm going to be by there at such and such a time. You send an email to her saying, how dare you? You're a disaster. I'm not speaking to your pastor. I'm not with everything I've done for you. You need to be smarter than that because if nothing, she has your stuff. You can yell at her after you get your stuff. But saying that kind of thing and then disappearing after she gives you date and date and even after the 31st, she still gives you sometime in May or something or April, the, an April date, a May date, and a second May date. And the times, 11 to 1, so that now there's no more discussion. And what happens? Nothing until yet another how many months later when the husband finally communicates with you? July. July. And we're surprised the stuff isn't here? You're surprised. No one else within the sound of my voice is surprised. On your lawsuit against her, zero. On your counterclaim against her for defamation and storage fees of, you know, defamation of 1500 and storage fees of 2700 which is most of that, you can't. You can't impose a contract where there was none. And her trying to get your friend's phone numbers to get them to help you is aggressive, but it's not defamatory. On your lawsuit against her, zero. On her lawsuit against you, zero. She had a right to get rid of the stuff because you do not have a right for free storage when you've been warned over and over, month after month, it's time, can you get it, can you please get it? Just because she's mousy about it and isn't as aggressive as you and I are, it doesn't mean you get a chance to take advantage of her. She gave you fair warning, it is legally abandoned under the eyes of the law, and she could put it in the garbage can if she wants to. Okay, thank you. Terrific. So in these two competing $5,000 lawsuits, it ends up a zero-zero time. Ms. Tobbs, you just got a stern lecture from the judge. That's okay. She let you have it. That's uh, fine. She can do that. She's allowed. Yeah. Yep. In the eyes of the law, she had every right to do what she wanted to do. Right. It's the woman that threw the things away that Doesn't has to matter. live with herself. She has the right to do it. A hundred percent. 
good Sorry comes about out. That. Oh, I don't care. I didn't care about the money. I cared about my children's things. That was it. Well, and she lied about my If you my, really cared, you would have gone and got Well, I that. trusted her. So well, when you uh, trust, come on, come on. I trusted her. Trust, Sorry. she betrayed me. Sorry, she, she gave you a deadline, you ignored it. My goodness. Well, what do you think? I think that it was fair because um, I truly didn't expect to be sued after being... No, no, it was a surprise. Uh, Bottom line, surprise. the friendship is kaput. Yes. You don't have the material anymore. You're yeah. happy about that? The judge says you're in the right? Yes, and really? you know what? Some people what? will be unreasonable, and you have to be kind anyhow. You know? Yeah. That's what okay. it's about. All right. All right. Well, you didn't win, so I can't congratulate you either. It was a win, It's all so over, okay? It's all over. That's okay. amazing. Good Thank enough. you. Bye for now. Wow, Harvey, what do you think? Okay, Doug, so abandonment laws vary from state to state, but um, almost all of them say that you have to give the other person notice whenever you can get in touch with them that you're about to toss their stuff. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Alfred. He says the defendant hired his company to do some electrical work on his building. And even though he got the juice flowing, he refuses to pay what he owes. He doesn't like having to drag customers into courtrooms, but he needs to be paid. And this seems to be the only way to get the $760 he's owed. This is the defendant, Carl McCall. He says the fire department cut the gas and electric in the building he owns after a car crashed into it. He hired the defendant to reconnect the building, and the guy only restored service to the third floor, leaving him in the dark on the first and second. Why should he pay the plaintiff in full when he only did one-third of the work? He's accused of leaving a contractor in the dark. All parties, please are your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant hired him to do electrical work and he got stiffed, but the defendant says the work was grossly incomplete. It's the case of Go Fly a Kite. Thank you. Uh, first Light Electric, represented here by Alfred. You've asked us to call you only by your first name. You're suing Carl McCall, doing business as S. Hundley Real Estate. Represented here by Carl McCall, you're the owner, correct? Yes. All right. You're suing him for $760, $210, a remaining balance on the account, and the rest for legal counsel. Let's talk about this. What happened? Good afternoon, my honor. Thank you for having me here. Uh, our company, First Light Electric, was hired to perform what's called a reintroduction of service. This is when an electrical company come out and make sure the potential electrical hazards are removed before the electrical company comes in and energizes the building. Why was it turned off to begin with? because it was an accident that occurred on April the 10th. The opening that the car created in the rear of the building, when the insurance oh, company- Oh, that car went through the building. That's right. You really meant that, all right. Yeah, there's pictures of the- uh, Oh, I'd love to see them. Okay, so you're showing me the wood part where the car that's, went that's through? That's where the car came in. That's the uh, 
I thought I was going to see the car inside the <laughs> Well, I, I, did, I, did have, I, I did have those pictures, but... No, that's all right. All right, so, so what happens? You go and do the electrical work, and what did the electrical work consist of? The electrical work only consists of the service, not all of the wiring in the building. It's only to make sure that the service is free from potential electrical hazards. That is What's like the service? The service is in your house. That's where the disconnecting breakers are. Okay. Right? That's for all your branch circuits. We make sure that that is... That's when I'm blowing my hair and things go dark and I go right. down and I start, yeah, okay, That's not right. yet. That's not right. yet. Okay, now. That, That's I, right. I know we terminate, we disconnect all of those circuits from the rest of the building so that only the service can be energized. That means the where the meters are, they receive power. Then this building where he's occupied at has three different levels. So each level can be energized individually. The picture where you see the vehicle went through this first floor, that's where his office is. That cannot be re-energized. Why? PSNG comes out and say, hey, there's still an unsafe structure here and we don't want to energize the building because if the first floor or the second floor goes, it will be a hazard for the gas and the electric potential hazard for the public in the community. All right, so he hires you because he needs the electrical back end. Yes. And then you physically do what? I physically go to the service only. That's between the top of the connection, the meter, and the panel. That's it. Right, and you do what there? I make sure it's free of faults. I have a meter, I test and do you, it. And did you do that? Did he yes. hire you to do that on all three floors? It's one service that covers all three floors, yes. So you did that, and then what What happens? You call the power company? I call City, city of Trenton. And Public. what did they do? They come out and they inspect it. And what did they say? They, they passed it. Okay, do you have the, yes. I need the paperwork. Uh, they passed it, but they would not allow power to go to the first or second floor because? They did it under a term and condition of only allowing the third floor to be energized because the first and second floor was still had those potential. Structurally yes. unsound. That okay. is correct. Let me see. I need proof of that. Is that true? Is that what happened? No, it's entirely false, Your Honor. May I see your contract with First Light? There's no contract. It was like there, there was a. Oh my invoice. gosh, we're going to have a disagreement on, on what the employment was for? Well, as far as like a contract describing the scope of work, that's an invoice. That's so an invoice. according to you, what's he supposed to do that's different he, from what he said? Since the building was completely disconnected by public service, right, his scope of work included uh, doing the repairs in accordance with the city inspector's requirements and reestablishing the electric. My, my, my main purpose of obtaining him was to get the first floor turned on when my real estate office was located. Did you say that the city wouldn't allow you to reconnect it. Do you, can you no, show me why? No, the city... Uh, can the, you show me proof of what the city would or wouldn't do? Not tell me a, about it, not a, give me your version, but show me. Here's a certificate of approval for the first floor, that portion of the first floor that was disconnected, right, and remained a portion open. Here's the certificate of no, approval. No, you mean because you hired another guy to do it? No, because that's what he did. He, he Why won't you pay the guy? What's the reason you won't pay him? I paid him. So how do you protect yourself from a contractor um, when he does part of the work but doesn't do all of the work and then he skips out? It depends how well you document your agreement up front and the specificity it needs to be in. I think that's a really good point, but there's more stuff. What do you say? Um, well, I guess this oh, is God, a... This is... <laughs> you know what? No, no, I'll tell you what this involves. It involves... I don't have any dollars, but that's what it involves. Money, so... oh. money that's okay, money. You're warm, you're warm. Yeah, so... 
Uh, I money. She's really super warm. Who's who's got the who's got it? I say do it yourself. Oh. <laughs> Who, money, 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 money. Huh? Based on the money that they give, the more money, the better job they're going to do. Huh? Pay half first. There you go. Going inside the courtroom. He says you owe him $210,000. No, if, you, if you look at the exhibits, Your Honor, I paid him uh, $400. I paid him $200, so a check number 415. And I paid him $150. So can you show me your canceled checks that you paid him so that uh, maybe there's some confusion about how much you paid him? You're under the impression that he still owes you 210. The total job was how much? $760. And how much do you say he paid you? He gave me two deposits. One deposit was for $400. The follow-up payment was for $150. All right, he says that there's three checks. Okay, let's see the three checks. Okay, here is front and back of a check that says $200 to First Light Electric. And here is another one. It looks to be, let me see the, the number, the check number. Yeah, these are different check numbers. Well, this is 415, this is 423, the sequence looks um, for $150 also um, to you. So that would be above and beyond the 400. Minor. He only gave me a deposit for $400. No, can you look at that and yes. tell me if you cashed those two checks no, and why we, he... No, we, we did not. He, he wrote this check up, apparently. No, no, and... look at the back of the checks. Oh. They were cashed. So take a look at what account they were cashed into because you're First Light Electric. Mm -hmm. So it looks like they were deposited in your account because it says for deposit only. So that's the only place it can be deposited. It's not signed by anybody. Is that your bank account? This is ours, and I do not recognize that. Is that that's not all. your bank account? I, I can't it, tell because it's, it's, it's them, but, but we didn't receive a check. Okay, no, no. He's showing me proof that you cashed a check. So is it that you can't read the proof, or is it that that is not your bank account? That which is, is not ours. No. Okay, hand that ours. check over to me, please. However, it's written to you. It could only have gone into yours. Let's put this issue to a side a second. It's the $200 check you claim that you didn't get, right? Do you agree that the price of the contract was $760, sir? Yes. Yes, yes Your Honor. Perfect. Okay. So then what happens? So then he calls me after the suit is filed. He calls me and say, hey, come get your $210. This is how I know he still owes me $210 because he asked me to Did come and get it. Did you call him and tell him that he, to come and get his $210? No, Your Honor. I think what happened, Your Honor, was uh, because I had my electric returned on by then. Now it's in September the 9th, something like that. Right, but why does a man tell another man, uh, uh, come get your $210 no, if you already paid it? I sent him a certified letter, return receipt, and a copy of the check with the remaining balance to show good faith because I had... Show me that. Did you get a certified letter from him? Sure. I got a letter, and it does state about the $210. That he still owes yes. it to you? I hope he finds it, because I didn't bring it. I didn't even... Submitted here with is a copy of check number for $160, representing the total remaining balance due for your electrical services. I believe you have not completed your services until all three existing circuit breaker boxes covers are placed back on top of the existing open and exposed electrical circuit breaker boxes. They've restored electrical service, so please contact me to complete your work. Right. This he is fascinating, though. You sent him another check uh, uh, that's numbered 431 on 915 for $160. Did that's you right. cash that? That was a mistake. No, what I, I never with, sent him the check. I never I sent never, him a check. I never got it Oh, all. show me the return receipt requested. Show me the proof that he got it. Is it on there? The check. I got the letter, not the check. Oh, the check wasn't in no. the letter? No, the check wasn't in no. there. It was an Why invite. wasn't the check in the letter? Because I was wanting him to finish the work before I gave him the check. That's what the letter says. If he Submitted finishes the work... Submitted with is a copy of check. Represent That's right. Oh, I see. But why 160 when what he said you still owed him was the 210? 
You guys because are too he made much. a mistake with the mathematics. Right, so had, what ended up happening right now? Are the things back on? No. You have pictures of the boxes. Are you supposed to put it back on? No. The energy has been reintroduced to the building under yeah, the- Yeah, but why aren't you supposed- I know you don't like him anymore and you don't want to go back there, but my question is no. why wouldn't you be the guy who puts it back on? Why would he hire someone he else- He still to has the faults. He still has the, the, the hazards there in the location. The city determines- No, he says that it's already been- No, that's already- no, it's That's nice. passed. It's already happened. Uh, you know, that he already did whatever yeah. structural thing structural thing because you say they restored the electric. They restored the electric, In right. any event, here's what we've got. I have to figure out whether or not these checks were cash, which will be very easy. You're going to provide the court with your bank statements from July. So ask your bank for them because I need to see if they were cashed or weren't. In fact, I want your bank statements for July, too, so I can see whether it went into your account. In fact, I would welcome if one of the two of you realized that there's a mistake here mm -hmm. and you just saved us the trouble and then said, oh, I just looked at my account. It did go in. Or, no, I don't know how this got messed up. I didn't actually get charged, okay? All right. So that's issue one, which would mean that you're owed $10 because you got shorted $10. Unless you never got that 200 then you're owed $210. Now, you claim that he has not put back the... The what? What is it you say? The covers. And what's entailed in putting back the covers? It's, uh, it's just put it on. Just snap them in? Yes. Wait, you screw them in? What do you do? You screw, you screw and, it and on. And now, if you had not had this unpleasantness, that's something that you would do, right? Yes. I don't want you back there. I'm just wondering. Yes. Ah, well, the 10 bucks goes there. All right, so the only thing I need to find, okay, is whether or not that 200 was cashed or not. So I'll give you guys a week to bring me. You can, if I put you at a computer, would you be able to get your July account? No, I have to go to the bank. You have to go to the bank. Right. Old-fashioned. All right. Um, right. Yeah, the other, the other thing, like I said, uh, I don't want to hear he, you say anything. I want you to show me something that well, he did here, wrong that would Let's stop with the the work was terrible or it was insufficient or it was not what you hired him for. You paid him everything. All I got to determine now is is that true. So I'm going to give you each a week to provide me your July and August statements so that I can see whether or not this check was cashed by this gentleman. If it wasn't. Okay, someone's in trouble for lying to the judge, <laughs> and uh, someone's going to have to pay the $200, because I deem him entitled to keep $10 for having to screw those things back in himself. That's my verdict. Good luck, gentlemen. So, very interesting. This is a case, the outcome is still to be determined. You've got to give the judge your bank statements, okay? You think you've got, you can do that? Yes. I'm sure you can do that. By the way, tell me about your hat. That's a, I don't see those very often. This is a fez. I'm a Moorish American. Okay. Yes. And, and Moorish Americans are descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of, America, of Africa, but born in America. Well, congratulations. Yes. I don't, don't see those very often, you know? You see us all the time. We're the misnomer, so-called Negroes, blacks, and colors, and African Americans. Our proper political determination, political distinction is Moors. Moors. Yes. Well, I learned something. Thank yes. you very much. Thank you. All right, be interested to see what happens, okay? All right, here comes the defendant, Mr. McCall. I mean, you know, a lot of talk here over a little bit amount of money. Ten dollars, um, that's all. You okay? I'm okay. okay. I'm sure I can prove it. I get to my bank statements. Okay, you get yours, well, he, too. Yeah, all right. Because he got we'll, it. We'll anxiously await the outcome. Okay, thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. okay. Well, Harvey, we'll have to wait to see what happens. What do you think? Okay, Doug, so the check turns out was not deposited in the plaintiff's account, so he's getting 200 bucks. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
accuses the plaintiff, David Cardoso. He says his friend, the defendant, decided it would be a good idea to take his motorcycle on a joyride, popped a wheelie, and then crashed it into a parked car. The defendant got banged up pretty bad, and he gave him some time to recuperate so he could make some money to pay him back for his total motorcycle. Instead of doing the right thing, the guy went out and bought himself his own motorcycle. He's a rip-roaring madman and is suing him for the $3,000 he's most certainly owed. This is the defendant, Alejandro Mendoza. He says the plaintiff was at his house drinking and hanging out in the pool. And his mother asked him to move the motorcycle because it was in her way. The plaintiff was drunk, told him where the keys were and asked him to move it. The drunk plaintiff failed to tell him the brakes were bad. He crashed it, broke his leg, and the guy's now suing him? Please. He's accused of popping a wheelie into court. The defendant has filed a cattle suit for $3,000 for medical bills. All parties, please use your hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the defendant took the plaintiff's motorcycle in a joyride and crashed it. But the defendant says the plaintiff was drinking and his mom asked him to move it and the brakes failed. It's the case of one vicious motorcycle. Thank you, Douglas. David Cardoso, you are suing Alejandro Mendoza former friend, for $3,000 for the cost of a motorcycle of yours that he crashed. You're counterclaiming against him $3,000 for your medical bills. Um, both of you say you're out actually more than that, but that's your statutory maximum in your state. Because according to you, the accident happened because his brakes were bad and he didn't tell you. Tell me what happened. Your Honor, I was in his pool and he went, grabbed my keys. Time of the day or night? During the day, midday, 3 o'clock about. Okay. He went, grabbed my keys off the table, walked the bike to the front to move it without my permission. and. But did you tell him where the keys were? No, it was just on the table, and all our stuff were on the table. So we were in the pool, and he took the bike for a joyride. I heard him go through first gear, second gear, because I know my Jixxer 1000 is really loud. So I, in second gear, you're at least at 60 miles per hour. And then, so you hear, were you drinking? No, Your Honor. Why don't you just move your own bike? Uh, because his hate. mother had said he needs to move the bike. It's blocking me, right? Right. All right. So if that happens, I didn't hear her say that. That's what he told me after the fact. Okay. So. According to you, your mother said that. Who's in the pool? Uh, me plus another two people. And he's not in the pool. Correct. But it's his house. Correct. Right, Mr. Mendoza. How long had everybody been hanging? Three, four hours, maybe. Okay. Everybody drinking? Um, they were having a few drinks. I wasn't. Okay, what were you doing? You weren't in the pool, you weren't drinking, what were you doing? No, I was just hanging out with them. Okay. But my mother had wanted him just to move the bike. She told him numerous times, numerous times. She told who numerous times? Me and him. Okay, I, I don't see how I would have to say that more than once to somebody whose bike was blocking me. I know, but we were Especially just... Especially when he's swimming in my pool. Like, get out of the pool, move the bike right now, I stand there till it's done. I don't get it. I mean, she, she, was, right. she told us numerous times and we just didn't move it, we just were lally How old are you guys? 24 year old. 25. Okay. You end up crashing the bike. If you're just moving the bike out of your mother's way where she didn't want it, why were you on the road? Well, because the way my, my driveway's set up, I have a ranch style home. Um, I was coming out through the back. The bike was in the back. I came out. Those two cars already parked in my driveway. The bike's a big bike. I couldn't just turn around like that. So I came down through the neighbor's driveway, came out of there. And when I came around, my neighbor was pulling out and she went to go say hi to my mother and I went right into the car. Okay, so you end up hitting her. Did you hurt her? No. You hurt yourself? Correct. How badly? I broke my femur. Your femur. 
And how many surgeries have you had so far? Uh, this would be my third in December. Wow. So the bike is totaled. Correct. And you, when you hear the crash, right? And you run out. I heard his mom screaming, so I ran out. I heard the crash, and we went make sure he was all right. My buddy picked him up, and I picked up the bike, and that was it. The ambulance cops were there in seconds. All right. And then, uh, how long are you in the hospital? Uh, about a week and some change. Okay. Now, you wrecked his bike, and it's worth more than the three thousand, and he wants you to pay for it. What is your defense to that? Um, he, he told me to move the bike. I don't so. care if I, I could tell you to move my car. That doesn't mean you don't have, you can drive recklessly and not be responsible. I wasn't You're still responsible. I wasn't doing any wheelies or anything. I was just moving the bike. That's all it was. Okay. The thing is, I can't move the bike. I'm, I'm a short guy. No, I understand, to but me. you had an accident and, and wrecked the bike. And the accident was your it fault. Wasn't, it wasn't wrecked. That's the thing. I had a mechanic to fix the bike. All it was was the, the fairings, the front fork, and that's it. The bike, the engine ran, everything was good. So if the guy really did him a favor, is he responsible if he crashes the bike? I would say no. Because? He, you were drunk, so that's your fault. Okay, fair enough, but he did crash the bike. Yeah, absolutely, it's your fault. Just... Even if you're doing somebody a favor? Well, yeah, because you still crashed the bike. Crashed the bike, but I did it by doing you a favor because you couldn't ride it. Well, I didn't ask you to crash it. Are you rethinking this or are you sticking to what you no, said? No, I'm sticking. I'm... Okay, she's sticking, going inside the car room. You wrecked the bike so the cops ended up impounding it, right? Right, still right. impounded. And it's still an impound because you didn't pay the $25 a day to get it out and it was only in there because you had a car accident that was your fault, a, a, a motorcycle accident that was your fault. I hear you, I'm not saying, you know, you're explaining why it happened, but that doesn't mean you're not legally responsible for it. No, without a doubt. But the thing is, I told him, come pick up the money. He never came and picked up the money. I had $250 for him that I said, go ahead, David, pick up the yeah, money. Yeah, but the $250 was not going to cut it. He needed the rest of the money. No, the right. thing is, it, that, was in, that was right then and there. When I was in the hospital, I was all medicated up. I did not know anything. So I was just waiting on David to pick up the money. My mother told me, listen, David's asking for the money. So I said, okay, I'll give the $250. That's what it Why was at the time. Why don't you just have your mother give it to him and then he'd have it? He never came to my house, which, which so is So what ends understood. up happening is a tiny problem becomes a terrible problem, which is that the bike is now in that lot for how long? When did this happen? It's June of 2018. June 18th. Did they get rid of the bike? What happened with the they're, bike? It's still there. They're charging me over $4,000. To get it out, and when he had the 250, I didn't have transportation to get to him, so they kept adding up, adding up, and I said, "Well, I wait till I'll go to court to deal with it." Then, yes. Excuse me, Your Honor. How much is it at now? He said he'll settle for about three thousand to take it out. It's twenty-five dollars a day, and it's been there for over a year, ma'am. For real? Yes. Yes. When did the accident happen? June 18th. I gave him. Of what year? 2016. For real? Yes, okay, honor. and it's $25 a day? Yes, Your Honor. All righty. All right, and then now you are counterclaiming because according to you, the brakes didn't work? Correct. When did you decide that? When I was riding the motorcycle, his rear brakes were the only ones locking. It takes, two, it takes both brakes, the front and the rear. Then perhaps you can explain to me why in months of text that I have read, you never once said that. What do you mean? I don't know how I can make myself any clearer. I'm reading months of text, and never once did you say, dude, your brakes didn't work. That's why the accident happened. You're saying things because like. Because we never spoke about that, Your Honor. Oh, I'm sorry. We Let's had, see. We had He's saying, phone calls. I need you to pay me. I need to get this bike out of impound. I'm at the lowest point in my life. I'm rock bottom, man. Please don't do this to me. And then, did you go out and buy a motorcycle? No. I didn't. After this? No. No, I didn't, Your Honor. You did? I had How a motorcycle. How do you know? 
because we're, we're all mutual friends. He has a bike in his garage. He still has and he a, bought a motorcycle after this happened? Um, I don't know what day he bought it. I know he has a motorcycle. You know right he has one, but you, you accuse him of buying one after this happened. You don't know. No, that's what I was told, because I haven't seen him okay. since. And so now um, you claim that the... See, I would expect if you're being truthful when you say, accident, not my fault, Judge. Brakes were bad. He didn't tell me about it. All right, that's fine. That'll get you out of hot water, except for that I think you're a liar, because when I read all your texts, you never once bring that up. When he asks you to pay for it and to help him, he has no wheels and you have a motorcycle, he doesn't, you know, come on, so, you know, do, help me. And your answer is, I'm so sorry, let's see, man, I have no money, uh, you know, blah, blah. It's never once, hey, your brakes, why didn't you tell me your brakes didn't work? You never once said that. So why should I believe you? Your Honor, I've been riding for years, since I was 13 years old. Oh, so okay. if you have an accident, it must be that the brakes didn't no, work? No, it's not that. It's because the way the distance is from my house, the end of the block, to my house, is dude, the only way I moved dude. It. If you think brakes didn't work, why did you not say that in the thousands of texts that you guys have shared? The answer Because we also evident. spoke over the phone. Oh, right? I see. So when he says you have to pay for this and you're, I'm gonna, I just don't have the money, I'm not supposed to glean from that that the brakes were working. Please, do you think that I am stupid? You're counterclaiming against him $3,000 in medical bills because it's his fault that you crashed it? Your Honor. The, the bike didn't have brakes. I mean, if I don't have proof, then I'm sorry about that. Not only do you not have proof, I have proof that you're a liar, which is your millions of texts where you never once have said that until you got sued. So, on your lawsuit against him for medical bills, zero. And on his claim against you for $3,000, verdict for the plaintiff, $3,000. Thank you, Your Honor. Here's the deal. You have a duty to use reasonable care even if you're just doing somebody a favor, and if you don't, you're liable.